Freya. Schultz. I have a Halloween hangover. Oh? (laughs) (laughs) I ate, like, fucking ten pounds of Kit Kats. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? I was able to snap, crack, and pop my shit. Mm. (laughs) 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 That's that. That was great, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I actually ate a surprisingly small amount of candy this year. Honestly, honestly, okay. You talk with everybody. I'm gonna go get the rest of my candy. You know what? I'm in the mood to eat. I'll be right back. Oh, okay, fine. Um, hey guys, how's it going? (laughs) I hope that you're ready. For this episode, because I know that I sure am not. I'm back, Freya. Oh, good. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing really. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> You'll just have to find out later. No, but okay. In the euphoria of my giant Kit Kat shit, mm. there was a thought really process that ran through my head. Okay. Is James Patterson a real person? And this is a legitimate question. This is int- I'm, I'm so glad you brought James Patterson up. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, because I'll go into a store or a Goodwill, and he has so many books, and every time I see a James Patterson book, it's one I haven't seen before. That- I feel <laughs> like I feel like James Patterson is just like, like, there are several ghost writers that are writing books at the same time <laughs> under the pseudonym James Patterson. Because there's no fucking way this I mean, man has written so much. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I love that you bring him up because I don't know if I've ever read a James Patterson work in my life. The, the Based on how much he's written, the likelihood is pretty high. Let's be real. But I watched this video today of somebody who works at a library talking about how ridiculous it is that so many James Patterson books are in every section at the library. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I don't even know who this guy is. Like, he's so out of the public... Like, his existence is a mystery to me. I've never seen him. I've never heard <laughs> anybody talk about him. I just see his books. Yeah. See, I've never like, had anybody fuck? say to me, like, yeah, my favorite author is James Patterson. I don't know. I cannot I cannot legitimately yeah. remember if I've ever read a James Patterson work in my life. Like, wait, let me look up his net worth. Yeah. That's a good one, actually. I'm actually kind actually <laughs> of scared. Holy fuck. What is it? 560 million. Oh my god. He's the fourth highest... <laughs> placing author. Oh, jeez. Okay, but hang on. Is that just because he's written so much that Probably. it just kind of puts him on a higher thing anyway, because it's more likely that some of the stuff he writes is going to be good? Probably. Also, like, has he written anything notable? Like, is there anything that we would recognize off of his list of works? Um, Maximum Ride is the thing that comes to mind first for me. Okay. Um, let me see. I don't know any of his books except for I that. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay, okay. I literally know none of these. <laughs> <laughs> but we have... Alright, I'm just gonna list them off for you, okay? Okay, let's do it. Along Came a Spider, 1993. I Funny, mm-hmm. 2012. Kiss the mm-hmm. Girls, 1995. Cross, 2006. 
First to Die, 2001. The 20th Victim, 2020. The President is Missing, 2018. The Summer House, 2020. Zoo, 2012. Worst Case, 2019. The Coast to Coast Murders, 2020. What the fuck? These all sound the same. What in the hell? What the I'm f- looking at, at like a list of all these book covers too and they all look yeah. very similar and I'm like, what these, is happening? These all look like covers of like of like movies you'd see in a blockbuster mm-hmm. that like no one ordered. Or like they look like books like honestly, here's the thing with James Patterson books. They you cannot deny the fact that yes, in fact, they are always in the bargain bin or whatever. Oh for sure. Like, I don't understand. Did they just go straight there? I think they must. <laughs> it's kind of like the B-movie of authors, so he's just kind of, like, down. You know, like, nobody's, like, I love James Patterson. Also, I just find it so weird that he has a, so he's so prolific and has written so many very clearly adult books and then also writes, like, kids' books, too. <laughs> like, it's what? like, it's like. It's like Neil Gaiman. Like, he'll write, like, Coraline, and then he'll write American Gods. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, what? It's like, like, do it, but, like, I was, that's a a shock. Yeah, seriously. So, um, great question. I couldn't tell you. I I don't know what that guy's deal is. I don't mean to sound rude, but this man does look like the letter K. (laughs) I guess. Are you looking at him? Oh, yeah, I saw a picture of him. He just looks like a generic old white dude. I don't know. Yeah, the letter K. I mean, so is the name James Patterson. Is just... Oh, yeah, that's like the whitest name I've ever that's heard. That's a very old white man name. So, yeah, I I don't even know, man. So I guess he is a real person, but like... I guess. How does he write so many... Like, wait. Uh, total number of books... He has written 147 books since 1976. Jesus. What the fuck, dude? So, I just want to know what it must be like to like be inside that man's brain. Like, what? It's like two novels a year. Yeah. And, like, his novels, are, his books are big. Yeah, like, what is this guy doing? Like, he's just writing all the time. I, I can't even imagine. That must be exhausting. This man needs to get laid. It's, it is... says he has a wife, but I just... Uh... Oh, does he have a wife? Yeah, her name is Susan Patterson, which is also a very white woman name. <laughs> I just... I, I what don't... the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I... Okay. Uh... <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It's baffling. That's, yeah, it's, I think it truly really is. His existence should not be... It should not be non-fiction but it is <laughs> this man that, has written so much fiction that his life at this point should just be fiction it should be he should not exist yeah he should be a he should be a fairy tale yep it's some I kind of not, children's i do story. not believe that he has written 147 books i believe someone has helped him someone, that's <laughs> just so much that's so many maybe books. it's just all really bad that's a, more than two books a year. But like, like but if he's just like writing really bad books, you know, then maybe. But they always get number one sellers. I, oh God, I don't even know. 
I don't know, man. What the fuck? Who's <laughs> buying them? I've never know. met a single person who's bought a James Patterson book. I've never met a single person who's said that, like, they like James Patterson, you know? Have I. So I, I have no idea. I just don't understand. It's a really interesting... It, it's interesting for sure. And um, perhaps something that the government should look into... <laughs> Dude, I love how I'm reading this thing. It says, in an interview for a USA Weekend, Stephen King referred to Patterson as a terrible writer, but he's very successful. <laughs> See, that's what I think has happened here, is yeah. that he's just such an awful, he's an awful writer, but he's just written so much that statistically some of it is going to turn out halfway decent. It's like... It's so like then the he kind of, saying, of is successful. Like, I'm not calling him a monkey, but like, it's the thing where it's like... <laughs> Uh, if you put an infinite number of monkeys in front of an infinite number of typewriters, one of them is going to write all the works of Shakespeare. Right. Like, it's that's, it's that's bound James to Patterson. happen, you know? So <laughs> This is James Patterson. <laughs> that's just a- kind of the logic behind James Patterson, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Stephen King just roasted him like that. I appreciate that so much. Stephen King is not afraid to fucking say how it is. And you know what? Good for him. Now, you know what? Stephen King is still writing, like, good books to this day. Yeah. Like, so he, 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 gets, he gets it. He can count. Yeah, like, seriously. But, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Now that uh, we've talked about a man who shouldn't exist for ten minutes. <laughs> it's been ten. <laughs> My name is Schultz. And I'm Freya. And welcome to Fluorescent Moonlight Radio, the podcast where we, for... Fuck. For- <laughs> <laughs> we give advice for people who don't really like good advice. There we go. That's it. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, we are. We're only good at this show. <laughs> I think <laughs> anybody else who's ever done a podcast should quit because we've won. Oh yes, we are. We are God tier, dude. Yeah. Like, we no one's ever going to top this. Where's our paparazzi, dude? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Shall we Shall we begin? Yes, yes, yes we should. <laughs> okay. Um, now, before we get into the questions, mm. I just need to... <laughs> I just want to talk about something. Okay, feel so free. Let it all out. Every Halloween... I get a huge amount of candy, in this case Kit Kats, and I watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. And last night, I was looking through, I was looking through to find some old, to like find some horror movies, either good or bad, and I found one called Santa Jaws. And holy <laughs> fuck, dude. Oh. That movie is a genuine masterpiece. Whoa. That, I mean, just the title is a roller coaster. It is. It's so much. So you, please explain, because I'm very curious as to what happens in this movie. Okay. So the plot of Santa Jaws is there's this kid, and his name is Cody. And... He's got some friends, uh, specifically one guy named Steve, who's a bit of a dick and kind of just the clearly comedic relief, even though this movie is a comedic relief. And this kid, Cody, he's a he's a comic book artist and he's writing this series called 
Santa Jaws, and it's really okay. fucking goofy. Oh my god, dude, the first, like, five minutes are legitimately comedy gold. It is the funniest <laughs> shit I had ever seen in my life. Okay. It opens up with this killer Santa, <laughs> and he's holding up a Christmas tree to a woman while she's on, <laughs> while she's on a dock in front of the water, and there's a shark circling behind. Oh my god! And he says, "Ho ho ho, bitch!" <laughs> so I'm it's literally, sure. it's literally Santa and Jaws. It's yes, <laughs> and then this guy comes up with a shotgun, and he's and he's like, "You've." And he says something along the lines of "You've yeed your last haw, boy." Oh. Like, <laughs> he didn't say that, but like something, something along like those that? lines. Imagine like, if that's what he said. That'd be. Funny. He said a Christmas pun. I know that much. And then like there's a and then like there's a part where he gets into a fist fight with a Santa and kicks him in the dick, and you hear jingle bells, <laughs> and then and then and then he fucking knocks the Santa into the water. The shark eats him and then absorbs his soul or something. Some oh my shit. god. And then, like, he wears the Santa hat on its fin. Uh. <laughs> and this was all just the cold open because this is all the comic book that the kid is reading. Uh-huh. Which and... is, in and of itself, is a wild ride. Oh my god. That beginning, like, the movie didn't ride that high. <laughs> as much as I wish it would have, because holy shit, if everything, if that entire movie was like that first five minutes, I would never watch anything ever again. Yeah, I think that if that was like if the man, if the movie managed to keep up that energy the whole time, I think that would just be the best movie ever. Oh my god, it would win best adapted screenplay. Yeah, I think that's just like that's it. We've peaked. As, humanity has peaked with this movie, and we'll never make any art any better than that. Oh yeah, we might as well just give up now. Yeah, I think that's the movie to end all movies, because, wow. But, anyways, after that we see, we meet Cody and Steve in a comic book store, and Cody's a bit of a rapscallion, like, he's a little (laughs) bit of a, of a, of a rebel. Okay, we'll have to see it. Yeah, And he gets grounded for drawing this offensive art of his principal, which his parents get so unbelievably upset about. Okay. Like, it's, it's not even that bad of a picture. And what they're just like, it? why don't you go fuck yourself, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, alright. And then his grandpa gives him a magic pin or some shit, and he draws over an already, like outlined picture of Santa Santa Jaws and then Santa Jaws is born from a star or something I think oh my god there's like a shot of a very bright star and then the next morning we just have to assume that that Santa Jaws is there and now this entire movie I am not shitting you is about Cody like oh I'll say that it right after that Cody and his grandpa go fishing and the shark fucking eats his grandpa. <gasps> Just, like, straight up. And then Cody goes home to tell his parents, Holy shit, Grandpa just got killed. And then they're just like, you know what? You're grounded for another week. And he straight up does, like, the hands to his chest, like, pouting. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, your fucking grandfather just got killed. 
Why are oh you, like, God. this isn't a thing where you can just be like, oh, no, she grounded me. I can't do anything about that. Fucking, your grandfather is dead. He is deceased. What the <laughs> hell? Like, what? why does this matter? Like, that is not what's important right now. What's yeah. important is your grandfather has been eaten <laughs> by a shark. <laughs> Oh my god, this movie it sounds like it came out of some sort of fever dream, and I oh did just look it up, and... Yes! Ah, oh my it's god! It's so good! <laughs> and then fucking the rest of the movie is his family slowly getting killed off. Oh my god! <laughs> like his family just... Like his entire family fucking getting... Like, I may be misremembering the ending, but I'm pretty sure his entire family gets killed. Jesus. And, and then him working with this, like, new, edgy girl that just moved into town that's his age. And, like, he looks like Diet uh, Bill uh, Bill Dinenbrow from It. And, like, <laughs> you know, I can see that. I can see it. I'm looking at a picture of this person, yes. Yeah, and... He, like, goes with his brother and they're like, all right, we're going to take down this shark. And, like, there are some aspects I can respect how, like, the shark is attracted to Christmas things. But, like, what the <laughs> fuck was this movie? And why is, this, <laughs> why is there not more? <laughs> that, uh, yeah, first of all, I think that this should be, we should do this more. Um, I'm just blown away by this. Somebody was like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's combine the concept of Santa and Jaws and make an actual full movie out of it. Dude, it's legitimately one of the funniest things I had ever seen. There's sometimes the film industry is just so incredible. There's a moment where one of the main characters literally gets impaled because... They stab the shark or something with a giant candy cane, <laughs> and then the shark jumps up into the person and impales them with the candy cane. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like... I just... I, I know it wasn't a Halloween movie, but it was a horror movie. Yeah, and I, was like, I, just I the can't concept. not watch this. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree. I needed to watch it as soon as I possibly could. Yes, for sure. I just, I, th- I just, I'm blown away by the fact that this exists. Um, I love it and I hate it, and I don't know. I think that, um, just like whoever thought in their brain, hey, let's make this movie where a shark manifests itself and kills this entire kid's family. I think that I want to be that person's friend. Can we just fucking talk about how this <laughs> an IMDB it says written by movie dude? <laughs> I just I want to know like it's surely it was made as a joke, right? I don't know. Okay, no, never mind. At the top it says the writer is Jack Kierman. Who has oh. only written Santa Jaws. <laughs> Honestly, I think that it's a masterpiece, so that's all that they need to write, ever. The director of this movie was an editor on Jeepers Creepers 3. So, like, shit, and she's been working on a lot of stuff. <laughs> she's directed See, a lot of things. She, Oh, yeah, she also <laughs> directed Mississippi River Sharks. 
<laughs> Wait, I feel like I've seen that movie. Oh my, what the hell? She's also directed a documentary exploring uh, the history of the once-inhabited land, Shinir Al-Tegre. Nice. Love that. Um, I just want to point out this comment left on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie. Thank you, Alex Gordon. It asks so little and gives so much. Thanks, Santa <laughs> Joss. <laughs> so much and this other comment there's only two or wait i think there's yeah, only there's two two reviews only... here the other one from felix vasquez jr a fairly decent horror comedy with a hilarious sense of humor about itself <laughs> i'm glad that somebody said that because i'm just worried that somebody made this fully seriously i don't know if they did because like it it seemed way too goofy to be serious like there had to be at least a tinge of like right. we know that this is fucking insane like you have to be on the set for that movie and be like now this is weird like this is <laughs> dumb i like <laughs> and that's kind of just goes with all of the people who make some version of jaws or like sharknado all that type of stuff like they have to know it's a joke oh my god dude what the d- <laughs> The same director made a movie called Zombie Shark. Oh my god. What is the thing with sharks? After, I think Jaws was just a cultural reset. No, like... Because suddenly everybody's making shark movies. No, like, here's the thing. Jaws was literally, like... It's like, that was the first summer box office movie. Because, like, most movies came out around Christmas time. But that was, like, that came out in the summer because, like, it's it's a shark movie. Yeah. And they wanted to scare people. And so it was like the first big summer blockbuster. It was the first box office hit. It was the first maybe to hit $100 million. Wow. And that was like, dude, like without Jaws, there was not Star Wars. Like Jaws was fucking massive when it came I out. See. Yeah, like, yeah. That movie changed everything. Like that was Steven Spielberg's, I think, th- what? I think it was his first movie. If it wasn't, it was the movie that, like, made him a fucking household name. Sure. But that movie was massive. And it had, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. It had trailers. It had interviews. Like, they Mm -hmm. built it up so much. And, like, that's, like, why... But even outside of, like, all of the cool external movie stuff, just, like, the fact that... Because, you know, like, I guess kind of the same thing happened with Star Wars 2. But, like... Even though the movie in and of itself was, like, a huge hit for what it was doing that was all new, the shark thing stuck. You <laughs> yeah. know? Like, just like, damn. <laughs> damn, them great whites sure are spooky. <laughs> I guess, I guess, yeah, no, I guess it makes sense that if that movie was one of the first ones to, you know, it was the first one to hit that level of success, then so many movies after that would be about sharks. But I just, yeah. I don't even know. It's just... Oh it's hilarious. God. We need to watch Santa Jaws. 
I think we do. I think that we should start a separate podcast, and then we'll start <laughs> off by um, putting commentary over that Renegade show that you were talking yes. about, and yes, then Renegade. we'll move, <laughs> and then we'll move on to reviewing movies such as Santa Jaws. Oh my God! You have no idea how much I'd actually adore that. <laughs> that actually would probably be really fun. <laughs> Please, if so you guys, if anybody listening wants a separate commentary podcast with Fran Schultz where we just review weird TV shows and movies, please, um, please tweet at us, at Fran Schultz. Yes. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> um, God, <laughs> my fucking nose. Hashtag fluorescent radio. Yeah. I like my nose is a little stuffed up. God, shit, we should probably get to a question, shouldn't we? Yeah, maybe, we l- maybe let's do a question now that we're almost halfway through. <laughs> Hey, guess who we got a question from? Is it Victoria? It's Victoria! Yeah! (laughs) It's our girl Vic in the club, baby! (laughs) Damn, Vic is our savior. Let's, (laughs) let's everybody, even whatever you're doing, let's just give a round of applause for Victoria. Applause for Victoria, our one and only... <laughs> yeah, for real. Real big supporter of the podcast. Um yeah. She has sent in so many cards. Yes. Like yes. I got a Hallmark card from her that said World's Best Grandma. Like I know that's <laughs> like I know that's not who like I know that like I'm not the world's best grandma, but like the thought counts and Yeah, I love it still her counts. Yeah. Love you, Victoria. So what does Victoria ask us today, Schultz? Uh I'm gonna read this quote for quote. Okay. Uh, this is from our gal in the field, Victoria. And she says, Bro, I have this one shelf that needs to go up on my wall, but I keep forgetting to ask for help to get it up. And it's just chilling in my floor, and I stub my toe on it a couple times, too. That part is irrelevant. But do with what, but do with that what you will. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I completely understand that feeling because I hate mm-hmm. having to ask people for help. I'm Same. always just, I'm always just like, all right, I can get this. It's just like I can move, I can hang up this TV by myself. Yep, <laughs> I am the same way. Like I'm just like, no, I got it. Like all the time with things that I definitely don't. Yeah, why don't you lead the way on this one? Um. So it. She said it was a shelf that's just sitting on the ground. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's like a some type of bookshelf or something that is maybe just one panel. Either way, though, um, so it was too heavy, or just can't can't get it up there. I'm thinking maybe it's just um, like to hold it up to like um, like measure out like where to put the nails and stuff. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Know. She didn't give much detail on that. Sorry, I'm eating an almond joy. It's tricky. I think if it is, like, one of those types of bookshelves, if... Here, I'll just say this. If you can put it on your head... (laughs) I mean... (laughs) No, here's what you do. God, don't do this. Here's what you do. You set up a shelf, and then you put that shelf on top of it. Yeah. Put... (laughs) If there's any other furniture in this room that you can put the shelf on top of, do that. Um, Then probably solve... And then you literally don't even have to hang up the shelf anymore because it's just already on another shelf. Now it's already suspended, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, um, like, it's out of the way. But here's here's the really bad thing that I will say that you should do that you definitely shouldn't do. So uh, find do it. find where you want to put it up against, I'm assuming, an empty-ish wall. S- put it on your head and stand underneath it. 
And then you can measure it and put in the nails that way while you're standing with it on your head. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Uh, Victoria, for one, you say you keep stubbing your toe on it, and I'm imagining it's like flat on the carpet. Like, you can lean it up against the wall. I just want that to is remind true. you of that. You could do that. You could always... See if you could convince your dad or your mom or your sibling to... See if you can convince them to help you put it up by saying it's something else. Maybe dress up the shelf as, like... Maybe dress up the (laughs) shelf as, like, a coat rack. It's like... Mm, That's good. I mean, like, I'm assuming... Because, like, by this wording, I'm assuming, I don't know, they have a thing against shelves, like they're anti-shelfetic. Yeah. They have a they have a shellfish allergy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's possible. I think also what I relate to though is to just not wanting to ask for help. Um, so I think that yeah, that's a good plan is to just or instead of making it seem like you're asking them for help, ask them like like phrase it like you're asking them to do something else that will somehow end up with the shelf on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just Sorry, I had to take a minute there to be Jerry Seinfeld. Didn't really mean to <laughs> cut Whoops. into your parade. <laughs> Sorry there, Freya. No, it is fine. That is the point. <laughs> um, the but, comedy uh, gold that we just are constantly spouting. <laughs> it's just incredible. Honestly, I can hit you up with a Yahoo right now that can just prove to you that no... The strangers in the world are the comedy, are like the comedic geniuses. You know what? Let's do it. Are you ready for this? I think we're ready. All right. Victoria, I hope we helped you answer your question. I hope that helped in some way. Yes. I don't even know if we answered it. I'm a little loopy. Barely. Barely. Anyway. (laughs) Hit me with the Yahoo. You got to get the questions next time, Freya. Yeah, I'll work on it. I know. Or anyone listening, you can send it over with hashtag fluorescent radio on Twitter. Yes. And anything with that hashtag, we will see. We will see. That Um, was good. We said that at the same time. We did. That was good. This question comes from Movie Lover. And they ask... Freya? Schultz. Have you ever had a crush on a police officer? God, I wish I could say no. (laughs) But I wish that I could say no, but we're going to have to bring it back to the Magnus Archives. One of the the characters is a police officer, and I am literally... God, she's so hot. Freya, okay, look. I don't, like, you're going to make me have to, like, I don't want to do it, but, like, if you keep spouting off about the Magnus Archives, I'm going to have to swallow a screwdriver. Like I'm I, not afraid to. <laughs> like I'll do I it. I wish I could. I I wish I could tell you not to, but I just. Uh, Why can't you? Stop me. I I can't. Thing. We're in different you places. Screwdriver right here. I'm so sorry. Please don't. Um, got screwdriver right here. You ready for this? Ready no, for this, everybody? No, don't. Please, I don't want Schultz dying <laughs> ASMR on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. 
Why did you keep going? <laughs> anyway. That was a Kit Kat. The end. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the answer is yes, and I, I hate it. Um, uh, so yes, fictional counts then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, not a real police officer. I don't know any. Like, I don't know enough real police officers to have like had a crush on one. Uh, Andy Samberg in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hmm. Valid. Like, goddamn. <laughs> and the woman who plays Amy Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, everybody on that show can get it. Yeah. Like everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we're going with fictional cops, um, yeah, actually, both of them from the Magnus Archives are. <laughs> Goddamn. My my cup of tea. Your cup. Unfortunately. Of Earl, your cup of Earl Grey tea. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, like they're just—they're both very, very attractive women. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, voices can be super attractive. I cannot. God, lie there. they are. They really are. Like, like Alanis Morissette. Holy hell. <laughs> okay. Well, that answers that question. The answer yeah. is unfortunately yes. Yes, we have had crushes on police officers. Now, are you ready for the next one? Yeah, I am. Freya, this is from Eugene Lynch, which is... I don't know why, but I get, like, an 1880s vibe from that name. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, he asks, Would you pay $6 for a gallon of orange juice? Huh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much of a, how much does a gallon of orange juice normally cost? Not six dollars might be a little more. It might, it might be a little much. Maybe like three dollars. That's what I was thinking. So here's the thing. I'm not know. gonna lie. I'm influenced a lot by the artwork on things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like by how okay. the logos look. I am influenced <laughs> by that a lot. Okay. Like, that kind of does, like, make me be like, yeah, I want to eat like it's the 70s font. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not going to lie. That's me. But at that the same, is fair. At the same time, like, why does Costco not just sell Lunchables? Uh, like, you know how, like, with Lunchables, they have, like, the little things of things, like, the little, like, blocks of cheese and then, like, the really, mm-hmm. like, slimy ham that could basically mm-hmm. be, like, alien intestines? Yeah. And then, but then for the pizza, they got the shredded cheese and then, like, the sweet ketchup that they call a pasta sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, why does Costco not sell each individual thing of those in bulk? Hmm, good like, question. What if I just want a bag of just the pizza crusts from Lunchables? <laughs> what, if I just want, oh. what if I just want five pounds of Lunchables cheese? For my Halloween party. <laughs> well, obviously, if you're going to make the stromboli recipe that we talked about two episodes yes. ago now, you do need Lunchables cheese exclusively for that. So I can see like, why this is difficult. Um, Statistically. I don't know. I, sorry, continue. No, I, I just, maybe Costco, This is maybe this is a market that Costco is missing out on. I mean, I think so. Statistically, statistically, someone gets turned on by the word Lunchables. Okay. And 
And that statistic scares me, but Costco's gotta make bank off of it. But Costco isn't the only place that sells Lunchables. Um, like, the, like... Publix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Walmart. pretty much, yeah, every grocery store, I think, most of them have Lunchables or something like that. But I want um, it in bulk, goddammit! Well, maybe you should take that up with Lunchables themselves. I fucking will! But, like, let's go contact the company. Hashtag like, hey, Lunchables moan, guys. <laughs> you guys are missing out on the market of just selling your ingredient ingredients individually in bulk. Because some people out there just want Lunchables cheese. Or the pizza crust. <laughs> or the gross ham. <laughs> I can't even keep up this bit. Lunchables pizza cheese is fucking abysmal. And then the idea <laughs> of buying an entire bag of it and someone just eating it like crackers makes me sick. <laughs> like, I cannot. If I ever saw someone just eating a bag of Lunchables shredded cheese, I would, I would leave the planet. I, yeah. Like, I would just leave because I don't, I don't want to exist anymore. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's, that's fair. I wouldn't either. I just um, to be fair, I didn't eat the pizza lunchables much as a kid. I didn't. I don't think I ever actually got them. I did eat like the other ones, but I never ate the pizza ones. I ate the nachos one a lot. Oh, I saw a lot of kids that got those a lot too, and I never had the nachos one either. I just I feel like those foods are intended to be hot, and so putting them <laughs> in like a cold lunchbox to eat at noon at an elementary school or whatever. It's just not, uh, not I don't, great. <laughs> I don't like the idea of like lukewarm Lunchables nachos. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. Ugh. Just a lukewarm Lunchable. Ugh. With the crackers with there. the ham and cheese. The, ham and, the cheese was already so nasty and same with the ham or whatever it was. The turkey whatever it was is yeah. nasty. I don't and know. definitely I not supposed meat. to be shaped. Yeah, and definitely not supposed to be shaped like that, if we think about it. They were very cylindrical. Oh, yeah. But it was like a cookie cutter shape. Yeah, which hate that a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think just the whole thing, the fact that we ate those a lot as a kid is so weird. I mean, like, they were cheap and they were plentiful. So, like, <laughs> it made sense, but at the same time, I'm just like, I could have just pu- fucking put some cheese between breads. And yeah. that would have been healthier. <laughs> yeah. And cost a lot Probably less. would have almost definitely been better for you. I know with the Lunchables nachos, like, I still have a soft spot for them. Like, I do. Like, like if my mom ever got, like, if I ever got those, like, I would still enjoy it. <laughs> Even though, like, nowadays I know, like, those tortilla chips are definitely stale. Like, they are oh, just stale. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but as a kid, you don't <laughs> notice... I don't know why. Yeah. Kid, like, you just really don't notice that. I remember whenever, I know that with the, I remember as a kid with the nachos, I'd dip it in the cheese and then in the salsa. Oh. And like, I'd have both, and then I'd fucking chow down and be like, ugh! <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit slapped, dude! I, I guess. I wish I could relate, but I didn't, I didn't eat the nachos, so I don't know. But, What do you think yeah. lunch? like, did Lunchables ever have a mascot? I don't think so. Didn't it have a I can I can picture the font that said the word Lunchable very clearly in my head. But I don't think they ever had, like, a mascot. I'm gonna look up if they ever had one. I feel like they had, like, a platypus or something. 
What? That would be wild, because I have no memory of that. That might have been just for a promotional deal. Could be. Wait, let me see. Oh! So yeah, it was for a promotional thing because they had mixed up challenges. It was a jackrabbit and a platypus. That was Lunchables? I thought that was Capri Sun. No, oh my god, what the fu- <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, that was Lunchables! Yeah! <laughs> oh, the freaking- Oh, you're talking about the, um, respect the pouch uh, thing for Capri Sun, I, just... I think. I think that's what you're thinking of. I'm thinking of the... They just had a very similar vibe. The Capri Sun commercial, commercials and those ones. Dude, uh, the Capri Sun Respect the Pouch commercials were insane. They were actually insane. Like, do you remember them? Unfortunately, very well, yes. Dude, there are some... And, and the Airheads commercials. Yeah. Those... I don't want to talk about those. <laughs> yeah. All of it was very weird. And... What uh, the what was fuck? It? Um... Not Warheads, it was those, like, juicy- the Juicy Drop Pop commercials! Oh, yeah! <laughs> this is a very specific brand of memory that is just being brought up right now. Um, hey, Freya? Schultz? I'm just gonna say this to everybody now, but, um, don't ever look up the Capri Sun mascot. Because I don't want y'all to have nightmares. God, why? What is it? I'm putting it- I'm sending it because- What the fuck? <laughs> it, I'm really scared now. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just true terror. Hang on. Okay. Like- Oh I'm... my god. Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? For those listening, which is all of you, the Capri Sun mascot was just a Capri Sun packet with two human eyes and a very loud smile with sharp teeth. Why would anybody do that? That looks like a pedophile drink cup. Yeah, what graphic artist is like, hey, guys, I have a brilliant idea for the branding on the Capri Suns. Let's make a Capri Sun pouch terrifying and then put that on it. That's like the equivalent of how the guy who named car who uh named the Pixar movie Cars got a forty thousand dollar bonus for naming it Cars. <laughs> for coming up with that? Yeah. <laughs> like that still makes me upset. <laughs> it is like, pretty funny. How much fuck you money do you have to have to give somebody for a forty thousand dollars for naming what the characters are. That's like if I t- that's like if I made a coming of age movie and called it humans. That's true. That is true. Oh, that's the exact <laughs> same thing. And you know it. You could probably get some money out of that though. God. But God, anyway, this is a nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to look um, Wait, what the Yeah, what we're the just point? having a lot of fun. I don't even remember what the question was. I think it's about We just started juice. talking about lunchables. Oh, one <laughs> orange. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about orange juice. <laughs> um, six dollars is a little much for a gallon. I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't pay it. Next yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, next next question. <laughs> next. <laughs> next question. 
next question, please? No, I'm not talking about that. Hey, let's, let's get on. No, because, like, it, it honestly depends on if for it. Sure, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, this one made me laugh a lot. And I don't know why. It just seems so out there. Um, okay. But it makes way too much fucking sense, and you're going to know what I mean. Okay. This question is from Ramiro. Uh, thank you, Ramiro. Mm-hmm. And their question is, Lay's potato chips versus McDonald's french fries. Which do you think tastes better? Hmm. I don't... We're just having a very branded discussion today, aren't we? <laughs> I know. I don't know why this makes sense, though. Uh, which one tastes better? That's what it said? Yeah, but, like, here's the thing. Whenever I imagine Lay's potato chips and McDonald's french fries... I get the same vibe from both of their tastes. I guess, yeah, you have a point. And that makes me uncomfy. Yeah, that is a little weird. Like, I don't they, want- They have a- they do have a similar, like, they do have a similar vibe. I mean, can you dip Lay's potato chips into a- into a milkshake, though? You could, but I don't know if it would be any good. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be the same. That's true. Fries are very versatile- there is a more limited number of, um, like, dr- dips that you can put potato chips in. I will say, Lay's are much more available. Like, yeah. you can get that at any store, but you have to get McDonald's french fries at McDonald's. That is also a good point. So, like, if you don't have a McDonald's, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> or a just store that offers Lay's potato chips. Most stores offer Lay's. Like, it's a popular brand. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like- Most do, but you never know. Oh, but this is like saying, like, what do we think taste? I don't know, because- I don't I know eat- which one tastes better. I eat a lot based off of texture. Like, if I don't like the texture, then I won't like the food. They're just two very different things. Like, mm-hmm. my what I think tastes good always differs. Because, like, yeah. like, that's kind of the thing where it's like a craving. Where it's like, mm-hmm. if you're craving something, then that seems that seems much tastier than any other thing at that moment. Right, yeah. So. And, like, potato chips and fries are just very different, like, forms of potato. Yeah. So, like, they kind of, like, they have a similar taste, but, like, there's a very big difference between eating a fry and eating a potato chip. So, I don't know. I, like, I can't eat either or by themselves like i don't i can't eat chips unless i'm eating like a sandwich or a burger with it because then i feel gross same with fries Mm -hmm. i can't just eat fries that's a fair point yeah Yeah, i don't know that one's that one's that one's a tough one i think that one that one's just that one might have to be one of the questions that we just leave open-ended that's not our job our job is to answer Okay, well then, um, <laughs> fries are pretty versatile, and you don't have to answer free. I'm just fucking. Okay, with you. I don't. Say <laughs> so yeah, I don't really want to talk about this for ten minutes, but like, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's we're fine. fine. Do you have another one for me? Honestly, I just want to say, how was your Halloween, Freya? Because. We, um, if y'all got, if y'all can't tell, um, we said we were gonna film on Halloween, but 
we are yeah. not filming on Halloween today. We're filming the day after because yeah. we got we had some we did things for Halloween, of course. Yeah. I mean, I I got dressed up in cosplay cuz you know me, but um which TV I went, we, we had like a no, I was just Ray <laughs> from yeah. the Star Wars. Um yeah. And I know uh, we went to like this parade thing because most people weren't like having trick or treaters come to their house. So there was like a parade thing in the park, and I went and watched that. Walked around with my lightsaber, and then I came home, and we really only got three kids to come to the door. So, <laughs> I mean, all right, so sounds no, lit. It, that was a weird year. Yeah. Yeah, like my apartment, like my neighborhood. Me and like my roommate watched me eat that entire thing of Kit Kats. And God. They, yeah, they were terrified. Um, I did watch the Adams Family for the first time, though. Dude, I watched that. I watched it for the first time like two weeks ago, and I adored <laughs> that movie. That movie is so good. It's I so loved funny. it. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like so, like like Gomez and Morticia are couple goals. Like literally, uh, this is what this is just something that I was thinking of. That's really funny. How is it that Gomez and Morticia are like a, a straight couple, but radiate so much gay energy? Dude, right? Like, <laughs> they, like it's just, and they're always, it's incredible. Always just horny as hell. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I remember reading that somewhere that like the directors were like, these two just want to fuck so bad the whole <laughs> yeah. time. So there's that, um, which we love that about them. Yeah. But I just, what I appreciated about the movie was that there was just like random weird stuff happening and it never got addressed. Dude, right? Like, it's- like Gomez is like in that like Sanctum Sanctorum and he just like kills something in like a bucket and then just like leaves it. Dude, it's the fun. It was like, shit. I love that. I, I, that's the kind of stuff that I love. It's just that dry ass humor. Yeah, I just love that it was absolutely whack the from beginning to end, and it kept up that energy the whole time, and it was incredible. I loved it. Oh, it was le- it's legitimately one of my favorite m- movies now. Like that is yeah. that's probably like my, my favorite comedy. It is so good. Like, it is it's incredible. Just, I, <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking. Like, I just love the scene where Wednesday, like, had puts Pugsley in the chair and just like, oh, what game yeah. are we playing? It's like, is there a god? <laughs> is there it's a like, god? Oh my and god. Then, <laughs> I've heard the scene, like, the, the audio from that scene on TikTok a couple times um, of Wednesday being like, I'm going to electrocute him. And Morticia's like, we're late for the charity auction. <laughs> That's my favorite thing because then the scene ends with Wednesday electrocuting Pugsley and nothing ever comes of it. Yeah, and like, like he's he, fine. He like looks fine. <laughs> like he's fine. <laughs> my favorite thing about the like the aspect of just the Adams family as a whole, though, is that like like um, minus thing, all of them, none of them are supernatural. They're just really fucking weird. No, they're just weird people. Like, they're not like... (laughs) Yeah, no, other than the thing, there is absolutely nothing ever stated that is supernatural or, like, actually, you know, like, otherworldly about them. They're just weird people. (laughs) That's just the best part, because it's just like... Like, they just have the most elite aesthetic, and that's it. (laughs) Their aesthetic is step on me. (laughs) 
Yeah, seriously. That's what their aesthetic is, for sure. I love it. It is easily my favorite thing. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it from beginning to end. It was incredible. (laughs) All right. I want to hit you up with one last question. Okay. And then we can end this off episode, right? Um, By the sounds of it, both of us are very tired. Apologize, Mm -hmm. listeners. (laughs) We always record these at night, which is a bad idea. It's a very bad idea because I just, like, we're doing it on weekends. Why not just do it at, like, 12 p.m.? (laughs) Yeah, I know. We literally do this on a weekend. We could do this in the morning. Seriously, we we don't have anything else to do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Would you, are you ready for your question? Yes, hit me with the question. Hit me with the question. This question is from Hans. Hmm, okay. How do I sharpen a pencil and paint? What? <laughs> what? How do I sharpen a pencil and paint? Wait, in like Microsoft Paint? I have no clue. Are they talking about sharpening a non-existent pencil? You have just as much context as I do. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume phrase, Microsoft Paint because if they're I asking to how to sharpen a pencil in fucking paint, as in the medium in which you, as in actual paint, then I don't know where the fuck they then, are. Then I don't know what drugs they're on. But, but I want if we're talking about the program Paint. That's really funny, because I don't think you can. I also and don't also, have an answer for that one. <laughs> um, I, I will admit I have limited experience with Microsoft Paint. However, I'm pretty sure that if you wanted a quote-unquote sharper pencil, you would just select a different one, yeah. right? <laughs> Isn't there, like, one where it's, like... <laughs> did, it get, did your pencil get dull? Yeah. <laughs> I drew too much <laughs> in paint, and now my cursor is bigger. <laughs> Like, has your cursor ever just broken in the middle of drawing and paint? Like, did paint just somehow become, like, a real-life art medium and the pencil was getting duller? Like, I don't understand what is happening. I wish I had- I wish I knew. I- 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 yeah, I don't know. I can't tell you. Um, as far as if you can, probably not. So good luck. I say- eat it and if that doesn't work then yeah check another podcast for answers because we don't have it yeah then this is the <laughs> wrong place for to help you with that <laughs> now while james patterson and his force ghostwriters listen on <laughs> and while all of our listeners are hopefully starting to browse through their streaming services for Santa uh, Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws, yes. We will have to beg you adieu. And my name has been, well, my name is Schultz. And I am Freya. And if you want, if you have a question that you would like us to answer on this podcast, please tweet us at Freya and Schultz on Twitter. That's F-R-E-Y-A and S-C-H-U-L-T-Z. Yes, and uh, put the hashtag fluorescent radio on board. Yes. In case. Also, if you don't know how to spell the word fluorescent, good luck. 
Yeah, I don't know how either. I I, I had to learn a cu- I had to learn a couple times. <laughs> I know it's the name of our podcast, but like I just I don't know either. Yeah, be autocorrect, baby. Anyway. Yeah. I am Schultz. I am Freya. Salutations. I hope you know that salutations means hello. <laughs>